the place for talk on the internet. This is TalkZone.com. TalkZone.com. This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. Do you know your credit score? Is it changing? Many Americans' credit scores are plunging. We'll hear why and what you can do about it. While your score is going south, their minimum score requirements are actually going higher, which actually makes it more difficult for you not only to get approved, but get approved at competitive rates and terms. Then, you're on a business trip or a vacation, and you think your belongings are safe in your hotel room. Think again. Hotel crime is soaring. We'll tell you how to stay safe. If you don't know the area, you don't know whether the area is a high crime area. People who are vacationing tend to participate in behaviors that also increase the risk. Those two stories and a lot more are coming your way on this week's InfoTrack. Don't go away. Our show comes your way right after this. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. As more consumers struggle with unemployment, late bills, and overdue mortgage payments, their credit scores are paying a price. InfoTrack's Roy Mackey is here to take a look. Roy? Thank you, Chris. John Alzheimer is a credit expert and president of consumer education for credit.com. At one time, he worked for Equifax, one of the three credit reporting agencies, and also Fair Isaac, the creator of what is now called the FICO score. So, John, just bring us up to speed here. How has the recession been affecting America's credit scores overall? Well, it appears that the migration of credit scores has led us to have lower overall average credit scores especially in the past 6 to 12 months when more and more consumers are defaulting on credit cards and more and more consumers are seeing the credit limits on their credit cards cut. These are two things that have a direct impact to the points that you earn in your credit score. And when these things happen, especially when they happen in concert, it's likely that your credit scores are going to go south versus going north. So it's not a phenomena of the economy as a whole. These are individual things that consumers are doing on an individual level, each household that is dropping the score average. That's correct. The economy doesn't have a hard line plugged right into your credit score. How you react to certain things certainly can be attributed to economic pressures, such as if you lose your job, you have to depend more and more on credit cards to make ends meet. If your mortgage payment goes up, you have to take cash advances to make the mortgage payment each month. So even though nothing economically is causing your score to go down, it definitely does have an indirect influence on how you're managing your money and your credit, which absolutely does have an influence over your credit scores. Now, many people might think, well, hey, if my score is down and all my neighbors' scores are down, then what's the difference? I'm still average. But you're not graded on a curve here, are you? No, you absolutely are not. And just because everyone's credit scores are going down and yours are going down with it, it doesn't mean that you're somehow um, as good or as bad as they are in the eyes of a lender. A lender right now would actually like to see consumers' scores much higher in order for them to extend especially unsecured credit in the form of a credit card to you. So while your score is going south, their minimum score requirements are actually going higher, which actually makes it more difficult for you not only to get approved, but get approved at competitive rates and terms. So if you have a credit card right now, it's probably not a good idea to cancel it just because it's so difficult to get another one. That is very, very true. It is a very bad idea for a variety of reasons to cancel your credit card. First and foremost, 
you may need access to the capital that a credit card provides you. And simply closing it, unless you've got a really, really good reason for doing so, is not a good idea. And second, it does have an impact on your credit score. The more available credit you have on your credit cards, the better your scores tend to be. And if you close a card because you're frustrated with the issuer or you think they may implement a new annual fee for the card, you may actually shoot yourself in the foot by closing the card down. The best strategy there is to replace the credit limit with another credit card before you do anything silly like close the card. Now, I've also heard some contrary advice in that if you have unused credit, for example, at a store credit card, that it can improve your score by canceling those unused cards. Is that not correct? No, that is incorrect. That's actually a pretty common myth that's floating around out there in credit score land. It's that the number of available cards that you have to you is somehow hurting your score. The fact of the matter is, is that within the credit scoring models, there is no common sense. It's all based on science. And the science says that the more available credit you have on a credit card or an aggregate of all your credit cards across the board of your credit cards, your retail store cards, your petroleum cards, the better credit risk you tend to be, and therefore the more points you're going to earn. If you go through and just start wholesale closing a bunch of those accounts because you either got some bad advice or because you're just choosing to do so, then you're definitely not helping your score, and at best it's just going to remain neutral, and at worst you may have actually just sunk yourself. But on the other hand, if you have an unused credit card, it's certainly possible for the credit card issuer to decide to close that account on their own. Not only is it possible, but right now it is likely, especially if you either underutilize the card or you simply do not use it at all and you're deemed as being inactive. Remember, when you underutilize or not utilize a card, you are not generating the most important thing for a credit card issuer right now, which is revenue. So simply not using a card is really the best way to get it closed. You want to make sure that you're at least using it and paying it full each month so you are generating a little bit of income for the credit card issuer and will likely cause them to leave it open. Our guest on InfoTrack is John Alzheimer. He's president of Consumer Education for Credit.com. John, most people know that they can get a free credit report each year from the three credit reporting agencies. By the way, do we know any statistics of what percentage of consumers even bother to do that each year? You know, it's interesting. That law that mandates that the credit bureaus offer the free credit report once per year to every consumer in the U.S., it's about five years old now. And what we know is that when it was initially passed in late 2003 and then implemented through 2004, millions and millions of consumers took advantage of it because there was a lot of discussion and a lot of exposure given to the fact that we now have these rights. It's not the hot topic of the day any longer. Clearly, there are other more interesting things to talk about right now, like the economy imploding. And so people's focus isn't necessarily on claiming their freebies. So we believe that that number has gone down significantly. Having said that, the credit bureaus do not publish volumes of credit scores that are claimed through that free site. So we just simply don't know how many were claimed. Now, you occasionally hear these advertising pitches for websites that claim to get you a free credit score, but is there any real way that you can get a credit score without paying for it? The actual score as opposed to a credit report, by the way. I think we have to be careful when we start talking about credit scores because the term credit score is kind of like automobile, that then you have a variety of types of credit scores. So you have Ford, you have Chevy, you have Toyota. There's a lot of varieties of credit scores underneath kind of the heading of credit score. Some of them are popular with lenders. Some of them are not popular with lenders. Some of them aren't even available to lenders. So when we talk about credit scores, we really have to focus on the industry standard. And in this case, it's the FICO score, which is developed by Fair Isaac, my previous employer. The only way to get 
a FICO score for free, and it's not really even free in this scenario, is if you're applying for a mortgage and the mortgage lender is obligated to give you the credit report and the score information that they pulled as part of the underwriting process. Having said that, no one's going to go out and apply for a mortgage simply to get a copy of their credit report and their FICO score for free. So right now, in today's environment, there is no way to get a free FICO score. There are certainly other credit scores that are commercially available to consumers that you can get for free by signing up for a variety of different types of services, such as credit monitoring services. But I think if you really boil it down, it ends up not being free in that scenario either. So there really is no luck for consumers who just want the credit score for free with no strings attached. Now, there are some seemingly innocent things that a consumer can do that may cause their credit score to drop without realizing it. Tell us about some of those. Sure. A couple of them are running your credit card balance to the limit. A lot of consumers think that just because they make the minimum payment each month that they're a good credit risk, and that's absolutely not true. If you let that balance get too close to the limit, then you really are doing some serious damage to your scores. Another one, which is a real big problem, is the consumer who goes to the mall during the holiday season and then takes advantage of all those discounted offers at the register in exchange for you applying for a store card. Every single time you apply for a credit card at the store, that does have a one-to-one impact to your credit score, and you want to avoid that. So the bottom line there is do not use your credit report as a 10% off coupon at the mall because it's generally not worth it for you in the long run. So what kinds of things can the average person do to spruce up their credit score as quickly as they can? You know, the bottom line, even in this environment, is still the same as it was when the economy was fantastic. Paying your bills on time and maintaining modest or no credit card debt is still the best formula for earning and maintaining a really, really solid score. Paying on time does not mean paying around the due date. It means paying before the due date. And modest credit card debt, this is going to be tough for some people to achieve, but we're talking about the optimal score here. You want to keep your credit card balances to no more than 10% of the assigned limit. So if you've got a credit card with a $10,000 limit, you really don't want to go past a thousand bucks because once you start getting past that 10%, then that percentage really starts to damage you. So if you can accomplish those two things, you've really gone a long way to making sure that you really maintain a solid score. And you're talking about carrying a balance from month to month as opposed to someone who pays it off each month. Actually, no difference. Really? You've actually just exposed a significant deficiency in the credit reporting system. Not the scoring system, but the credit reporting system. Even someone who pays off their bill in full each month, like me, I'm a transactor. Every time I get an expense report, I write a check and pay off my credit card so I don't revolve the balance from one month to the next. The problem is what gets reported to my credit reports, and your credit reports too, is what was on your statement from your last bill. So if, even if you had a two or $3,000 bill that you paid in full, that's still going to show up on your credit report. So there's no way to distinguish between someone who just charges up a large balance, pays it in full, versus someone who brought a large balance over from the previous month by only making a small minimum payment. That seems awfully unfair, doesn't it? You know, we're in 2009, and when I go to a merchant and I swipe my credit card through the reader, everybody in the world knows about it except for the credit bureaus, which is really, really a sad commentary given that technologically it's absolutely reasonable to expect that a transaction like that is measured in real time. But unfortunately, in the credit reporting system, everything under credit report is between 30 and 60 days old. So unfortunately, the credit scores, they have to go based on the information that they're given. If it was updated more frequently or even in real time, then they would absolutely be a better representation of your current risk, and they would be able to take into account someone who actually pays off their bills in full each month. 
Very interesting information and certainly useful these days. John Alzheimer, president of Consumer Education at Credit.com. And I assume, John, that's where you would recommend people go for additional information? Absolutely. That's my part of the site. It's the consumer education world, so all the stuff is free and very, very timely. Well, thank you very much for joining us on InfoTrack. It was a pleasure. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. Next, travelers at America's hotels could get a rude shock. Hotel crime is soaring. How to stay safe, coming up. You're listening to InfoTrack. More after this.